apply, touch not, lest ye be touched. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here will you choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my was power, Earth 2 with features. And either listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back as we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks first, Mr. Baby Huey. What's going on? What's going on, Mr. Bauer? Beep you. Beep you. Beep you. Beep you. Go ahead. Beep you. Don't call it a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Sorry. All right, so now we're going to have to have you on like every week to see how many different references you can throw at us. I may or may not have an entire list, and I'm just kind of working my way. <laughs> I guess well, he's got a legal notepad, <laughs> just scratching them out one by one. <laughs> all right, don't call it a comeback. Check. Done. Yeah, hyphen used. I'll just all right. I'll do that well, next. Before we really get underway, it's uh, it's Tuesday for us, and it is uh, a good old P features his birthday, um, so he's he's out with loved ones and such. So happy birthday, Mister P features. We'll start with that. Yeah, happy, <laughs> happy, happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! are damn near suck. forty. Stop celebrating your birthday! <laughs> wow! 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 Grumpy Gramps over there. This this coming from the guy who turned sixty. <laughs> And haven't celebrated birthday since I was 21. The way you slurred celebrated, I'm assuming you're <laughs> celebrating now. <laughs> Maybe. Mauer's actual birthday is. Mm-hmm. I will. <laughs> I'm not trying to get my house bombed. Please don't. Let's come. Or no, no. I don't remember. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. He will quit. <laughs> He's qu- Let's not do this. This is real. Reel this back in. Welcome to the Wednesday show, and that's where we talk about the news, baby. Beep you, uh, or Mauer. Beep news. Ew. Ew. We know what beep stands for. No, ew. That's not the kind of news we're talking about. Uh, well, um, we're gonna have an extra long news issue. <laughs> you guys are killing me. <laughs> you guys are killing me. No, an extra long beep. Stop it. Stop it. Stop what? Reel, reel it in. When you say stop, do you really mean stop? Yes. Right now, okay. this time, in this context, absolutely I do. Don't no stop. No. So we're going to have an extra get long it, show to, to, right now. We're going to have an extra <laughs> long show. Uh, the reason for it is, well, we need a break. Uh, yeah, usually we take a break uh, right around this time. We're going to break a little early, but we also didn't do any of our breaks for Comic-Con, so I feel like we've earned... F- a 2020 break. I think we've done the same amount of shows. I think I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think we put in uh we put in some real blood and sweat and tears into this year. And we've for- got a lot on our plate that we want to have ready for the new year. So there's a lot of uh behind the scenes things that we've had just kind of sitting there that we want to go, you know what? Firesiders deserve to see this, hear this, have this a part of their lives. 
we're going to make it happen. That sounds... I'm, I'm a little scared, actually. I, I'm about to say, I don't even know what the hell he's referring to. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that was. I just wanted to you know, take a nap. That's really all I was looking forward to. <laughs> Moshko and I may or not have been in the lab for the past few months working on some things. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> he's that's the all, new host. That's all I got. <laughs> he's the- <laughs> Completely new show after... Uh, Happy after birthday, Features. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Baby Huey. All right. Um, Well, so what we figured we would do is it's still Wednesday, so we want to talk about some news stories, but then we also want to do kind of do what we would normally do around this time and do the the quintessential thankful issue. Right? We this is a normal thing. This is every single podcast or or news organization or anything that you've watched will have its Thanksgiving thankful episode. So why don't we go out with that one? I just watched the uh, season seven home improvement Thanksgiving episode today. <laughs> what? You're still in that kick. Wow. Huh? <gasps> I'm almost done. <laughs> wow. I've just, I did not expect home improvement or, or a Tim Allen reference at all during well, this show. I made it through Fresh Prince. Then I went to home improvement. After this, I'm going to do Family Matters. Did you watch the reunion? I did. I got Misty twice. Yeah, that, Uncle Phil. That Uncle Phil tribute, as oh, well Uncle as Phil. as well as the Aunt Viv part. Both of those. Oh yeah, both of those. Woof. That was a, that was a touching special. You're soft. What kind of news we got today, guys? Uh plenty. <laughs> New news. Yeah. You know what? For <laughs> sake of time, let's just skip the clickbait stuff. <laughs> let's just get yeah. right into the comics news that we normally do. Um. So right off the bat, uh, funny. I you know right off. <laughs> right I off the it. bat wow. i'm not that was, uh, no that's something i would have said uh, hey look I'm, I'm i'm known for some good ones i'm known for some bad ones mostly bad ones and i'm gonna throw them up from time to time but uh this is, goes to batman hush so this is more mauer's territory but we Shh. sorry this goes for batman's hush <laughs> which is normally mauer's territory but dc did something pretty cool with what was it san francisco this was Bur- the amc walkway burbank burbank, 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 burbank california, california. Burbank. Actually, you know, it's funny. I grew up in Burbank. Um, anyway, you they didn't are... grow up. No, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. You that's aged fair. in Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> I like to call it leveled up. Thank you. Um, anyway, Burbank, California, the AMC walkway is getting a new statue based on Jim Lee's uh, Batman from Batman Hush. And it, this thing is gigantic. It's copper and it's awesome. How long does it stay there and will it get stolen? Well, it depends. Do you have a truck? <laughs> D- yes. Kind of. I have no problem but making a road Burbank, trip. So that's not gonna we can make a road, make a road trip. But I can make recommendations. We're I taking can, a long break right now. We can. Head I know. We've got time. <laughs> We've got, and I can still nap in the back. You know, like we still, we can make all of our dreams come true. I got some PTO saved up. Let's go. Let's do this. Listen, it's anybody- six hundred pounds. Uh, none of That's us it. are strong enough to lift so, it up. It, we, so we know the truck can handle it with the rest of us in there. <laughs> so one of us walks home. Huey, sorry, you drew the short straw. I, I was, We're fine. I was driving. <laughs> no, Moscow's driving. We've already established this. I asked him if he had a truck. Not you. You have a work truck. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't use your work truck. Take the tracker off. We'll be fine. <laughs> Why is Huey in um, California? <laughs> so the cool thing is Alejandro, I can't pronounce his last name. Got it. Is it got it? Gail got it. Um, we'll put it in the... Because I'll really butcher it. But if Don't you're try, a, it, try it. Try it. Try it. Try it. 
Try it. We, we come on. We're known for it, man. Let me hear it. Bound it out. <laughs> come on. I think he's broken. <laughs> his his bottom lip is quivering. No, all right. Um, Escura. Escura. It's gonna, Alejandro gonna Pereira Escura. That sounds pretty good. Escuzi. Yeah, you know, um, I, I think that gentleman would prefer that you gave it your best. And you did, sir. So here's the thing. If you are a statue collector, you've <laughs> Which probably... Which we're about to be. <laughs> <laughs> you've probably seen this guy's work. He's done works for XM Studios, Gentle Giant, Prime One. Um, I actually have a few of his statues pre-ordered. The detail of his work is good, and it's all 3D um, computer-generated sculpting that he does. So this statue was actually uh, generated 3D in the computer and then taken to a foundry where they pretty much 3D printed in bronze the statue. Wow, so, that's pretty cool. So the part of the statue being created to me is almost as cool as just it being there because it is a great representation of Hush. But when you look at the details of it, like it's very smooth and it's, you know, very pristine. And that's because of all the work, and it's the same kind of work that you would get on one of these $4,000 statues that Moshko sells me. So what, is it, <laughs> what does it say about security? Like, are there cameras? Well, it's in front of a few different stores, and if you look at the pictures, you see one, two, three, four, five, seven cameras right on that street to begin with, just okay. in the one picture of it. So we need to dress in all black. All right. We need masks. We'll um, have for this. <laughs> we might have to spend a lot of money. To steal this statue. So this would be like a whole Ocean's 14. So what are we, what are we talking, like 20 bucks or? Maybe 30. Uh, okay. okay. Well, I, hey, look, I'm, I'm I, can, I can make I'm 30 in. happen. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it's going to be a permanent statue. They do have other statues on that road. Um, and it's got a, a cool plaque on it. It's nice to see that. Uh, it's cool plaque. That's awesome. <laughs> Forget the Batman. Talk, talk to me more about this plaque. Well, <laughs> it, it actually states that it is inspired by Jim Lee, which a lot of times these statues just are like the Superman statue doesn't really have up until recently didn't have all the creators of Superman on it. So Only the fact Bauer that they're, they're giving credit. Say, talk more about the plaque. <laughs> and he actually talked more about the plaque. Well, <laughs> we've talked numerous times how the creators don't get credit on this. Like, on a lot of things, they don't. And the fact that it just doesn't say Bill Finger and those guys, like, this is based on Jim Lee's work. So Jim Lee's getting the credit. Because when you look at it, it's Jim Lee. Like, you cannot deny that that's a Jim Lee Batman. I mean, you have so many black and white Batman statues that shouldn't this be in the room with the rest of them? I mean, think about it. Shouldn't (laughs) this be there in that room with all of them? I just ordered the bronze statue from the Dark Knight trilogy. And if you were to get a U-Haul, we can get you an even better one. All right, let's <laughs> let's do it. All right, moving if we, on. If we don't come back from break, you know why. All right, <laughs> let's move on from there. We need bail money. Let's keep talking DC stuff, and let's go ahead and talk about Future State, since that's going to take over everything for quite a while, at least the next couple months when this thing drops. Uh, and they've fi- they finally uh, have given us an idea of what the new timeline looks like for uh, for DC Future State. So I just wanted Yay. to go over kind of what to expect from these different uh, books and when Ooh. they kind of fall in place. Mauer seems so thrilled. Oh, right. Aren't you like the DC guy in the group? I am 50-50. I've said this since we started, that I am pretty much down the center when it comes to it. 
says the guy with the Batman and Superman tattoo on his legs. And Gambit. And, and Stan Lee. Yeah, he's got, and yeah. Ghost Rider. And, and who was first? Batman. And then who was second? Superman. Shut your mouth. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's go into this timeline. So the first thing is going to be in 2025, which is mostly Batman titles. We wait till 2025 for it to come out. It's going to be 2025 is when you can actually oh, read. This. No, it's when the books are going to be set. So the first series series of books are in 2025 with uh, Batgirls, uh, Batman, Superman, Batman, Catwoman, Gotham City Sirens, uh, Grifter, uh, Nightwing, Harley Quinn, Red Hood. Uh, what else? We got Arkham Knights, whole bunch, mostly the Batman stuff, right? And then we move into 2027, which is where we get Dark Detective, and then we also get the Flash and Teen Titans. So it is then what we thought. We move from there to 2029 and 2030, which gives us the new Shazam, as well as Aquaman, Black Racer, Justice League Dark, Metropolis, Midnighter, Mr. Miracle, Suicide Squad, Superman of Metropolis, and then Superman World at War plus Nubia, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, and then we jump even further to 2035 and 2040, which gives us the Last Lantern and the Justice League. And then we move all the way to 3000s, which brings us to House of L and Legions of Superheroes. Then 45,000s, which is Swamp Thing. And then 82,020, which brings us Black Lantern. And then the end of time, we get Black Adam. Wonder Woman. Black, uh, what did I say? Black Lantern. Did I say Black Lantern? <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool too. But yeah, Black Adam. <laughs> Black Adam. Um, but yeah, so this future state is going to cover a lot of ground, and that also is weird because their timelines are different than Marvel timelines, so it's not the same like the, the um, Many Worlds theory. So this is the timeline. So that means these things are going to, it's like, it's like 2099. Like, you know, 2099 is like the set future of the yeah, but I, universe. I think this is going to be the anymore. first time where DC starts... Uh, the multi-timeline. This is all going to be one timeline, but I think it's going to be a split. Like, I think we're going to have a split that happens in our current timeline that this could be a future or it could not be. Well, there's a lot of things to, to go over. There's like a whole, there's a whole bunch with Future State coming down the line. And to be very fair, I'd rather wait for a bunch of these books instead of speculation. But one of the things that was kind of cool is we got a lot of uh, information of some of the newer Wonder Woman books. Uh, and a lot of them are par for the course. I mean, it's kind of cool that Nubia's got a book coming out. She's going to be uh, in Atlanta during her story. But I think the coolest thing that we saw, which is this version of Diana Prince, where she is not only wearing the Batman uh, utility belt, but she also has a Green Lantern ring around her neck. Now, we don't have a lot of information to why, but this Diana Prince Wonder Woman uh, uh, immortal book the fact that she's wearing those two things, I mean, give it, there's no way that Batman makes it to the end of time, but wearing a Green Lantern ring is pretty interesting, seeing as how they usually, if you lose a lantern, they go, they fly off to Oa. Like, they, they go, all right, let's go find somebody else. They either go back to the battery or they find somebody new. So, if she's wearing one, does that mean it's hers? Or it's dead. Or you mean, you mean Oa's gone? Like, the willpower is gone? Because isn't... Well, well, I, I think just you would the, still need the battery because I'm about to say willpower can't if she's around there's willpower will exist yeah but it must, it might not be charged like the lantern for it might have been discharged so who knows what they're thinking but I don't think this is going to be setting things in stone that they have to follow I think this is DC starting to get on the Marvel side of multiple timelines and how can we mess with that because their timelines are already hard to follow, 
since they are all considered linear and their books come out in such weird orders that you don't know what's pl- taking place when them doing this will do that though it's weird because with marvel you at least have the you have the multiple timelines right where where dc you have the multiple earths right like you've so with the multiple earths you already have this so if this doesn't take place on a different earth i don't see them reshifting all of dc lord and now kind of pulling marvel stuff you know what i mean but this allows them to still give differences for their main characters without alienating the main fans like there's people that are the 616 Batman fan and they might want to take that Batman fan and and have that Batman die and have you somebody mean, be So like Moon Knight? Sorry. <laughs> the, <laughs> Hold on, 616 Batman is Moon Knight. <laughs> but like for their earths they want like they might want that main earth to continue and tell a story with it and not have it be a different earth because they want to use that lore but still have the opportunity to make their core fans not upset with them. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, I think the only reason that this is lasting a couple months is to make sure the core fans aren't pissed off. I mean, I think this is a, this is a, let's test the waters, but we're a little too scared to make this a, a permanent thing because of backlash. So let's just make it for two months. Isn't Brainiac number 73439949 from the same thing? And hasn't he said that like time isn't set in stone. The Brainiac that came back. I don't know which number he is. But see, that's but that's weird, especially with when you think of um, what was uh, Final Crisis you with Brain, the bullet Brain, through time. Brainiac five from the from Legion. Is that what you're talking about? <sighs> Might have been all, five. We know that Flash literally raced a bullet back in time that ended up killing Darkseid that he shot in the beginning of the book. Like we know that the timeline, because of that traveling bullet, there's still a consistent timeline. So because if. It's whatever Who knows what's happening with time now that uh, what's his name got involved? Who? Manhattan. Oh, that's fair. I think that's he fair. just broke my mind. Like I, I'm not <laughs> sure. Are, aren't we doing Bando like episode five? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? So so let me get let me get this straight. All this stuff is going to get rolled out all at the same time. All of these titles. Yes. Well, not okay. at the same exact time, but over the course of two months. Within okay, and then two or three gonna, months. Two months. That's going to drive DC's lineup for two months. Lo- for two two months. months. Two months. Well, what we believe, there's nothing confirming this, but remember we talked about 5G not long ago, and right. then AT and T dropped the uh, the hammer on on DC, and a lot of people got fired. I think this. I think I'll, I would go out on a limb here and say we think this is the remnants of that. This is they had so much work already done. They already right, hired so all these new writers that they had to do something with it. They can't just go, all right, let's scrap all of this work that we did because, you know, Dan DiDio got fired. Because th- that is why I think they're going to start messing with the timeline and have a split timeline on one Earth. I mean, I guess we'll see. But uh, why don't we move into some Marvel news? What's, um, uh, Mauer, talk to me about what's going on with Iron Man. So Iron Man's going back to his roots in more ways than one. Recently, we've seen him with um, the suitcase armor, which was a huge throwback that he has his modern modern armor in a suitcase. But now we're going back to the armor is what's keeping him alive. So he's near fatally injured. Um, He goes to get triaged. Misty Knight. And I can't say this name. Halson, like baby Huey, figure it out. 
how to pronounce Halcyon's name. I think Halcyon uh, sounds good. Sounds is it Halcyon? Halcyon sounds uh, right here. Let's see what Siri says. But they lock him in his armor. Yeah, yeah. Halcyon. Cool. They lock him in his armor to kind of help him heal. But if he takes it off now, he'll die. So the armor is literally keeping him alive. And the person that injured him was Car- uh, Korvac. So there's been multiple versions of Korvac over the years. Originally, it was a throwaway character. But half man, half machine, bad guy. Okay. Easiest way to describe him. I mean, I know this is a little off topic, but since we're talking about how if he would take the suit off, he died. What was that book where they, they locked him in the suit of armor? And he screamed for like days before he like, and he didn't suffocate, but he, uh, he, he died of dehydration or something because he, because they, they shut his suit down while he was inside of it. Was it, was it ruins? Maybe it was ruins. Might've been Marvel ruins. Remember Marvel ruins when like Quicksilver lost his arms and his legs because his body couldn't handle the friction. So he had the power, but his body wasn't able to handle it. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, I like them doing what they're doing with Iron Man. Because his character was coolest when he had faults and limitations. Agreed. And in the recent years, he had very little faults other than his ego. And even that, they played back a lot because they made him Robert Downey Jr. and likable. And he had no real limitations on his suit. Like, it didn't have to recharge. It didn't have to do this. He had so many of them. So having him stuck in his suit, him keeping him alive, like, that's cool. Well, you know, so, you know, how Spider-Man, Spider-Man became popular in the comics before and where Iron Man never really did. Like he was a D level character really until the MCU, right? The MCU is really what pushed I'd give Iron him Man. C. Sure. We'll call him C. <laughs> He's a C level character until, until the MCU. And then all of a sudden he became extremely popular, but all the writers at, at Marvel were like, well, hold on. <laughs> we're not the reason why we don't know how to deal with this. So they just started throwing stuff at the wall hoping that it would boost that popularity or be able to match that popularity. Like, remember when he was like part alien? Cause he was like created. Then yeah, they did they retcon that, that away? Oh, yeah. They ret- oh, they retcon so much. Remember he missed, he was, he lost his, he had completely different parents. And then he had Arno no hair. Stark. Oh yeah, dude. It, <laughs> the amount of weird stuff went for during the MCU, that 10 year period that they did with Iron Man, just because they were trying to capture that lightning in a bottle that the movies had, that they just were not able to replicate in the comics. Well, he was popular because of Iron Man and like even to the point where you would read it as Robert Downey Jr. Like you still heard that voice when you read those books. But the books themselves, the things that they tried to uh, expand on his lore, I never thought really took shape the way the MCU was able to give him shape. Does that make Update sense? from Huey. Yes. Uh, yeah, it happened in uh, Marvel Universe versus the Punisher where Iron Man actually got locked, mm. locked in his suit and he screamed for five whole days before he died. Yep. That's about right. That that Punisher. Yeah, he'll yep. he does he does some Was stuff that the every one time. written by uh our friend Jonathan? Mayberry? That is Yes, Jonathan Mayberry. Oh well we you know what? We gotta talk to him about that book in a little <laughs> bit more detail. <laughs> I think I think next time we get Jonathan on, we spend way too much time on that topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, right. let's move on. What's going on with the juggernaut? So juggernaut has a new source for his powers. Is it really a new source, though? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so yes. okay. First off, what is let's let's break it down. What is the source of Juggernaut's power? Well, I'm going to get into that. So originally, Juggernaut's source of his power was the Crimson Gem of Sidorak. Sidorak. 
So and he's not a mutant for anybody who is unaware of this. Although Charles is half brother, he's not actually a mutant. It's this gem that's in his helmet. Sometimes it was his actual helmet. Sometimes it was the armor itself, but usually there's a gem in there. So if you knock his helmet off, that's how you can beat him. Um, and he was similar to how Moon Knight is an avatar for a god. He's an avatar for a demon um, who's been around for eons. You might recognize Sidorak as the Crimson Bands of Sidorak. Um, Do we know anybody that uses them? Infinity War? Yes. Um, and that's why this is unique. So he loses his power. He gives away his armor to uh, find out where to get his strength back because he lost it. Yeah, and he while he's up his armor while he was in limbo, right? He was in limbo, yeah. Um, while he was in limbo, the Crimson Bands actually manifest and wrap around him and choose him to give him new armor and powers him. Now, the person that normally forges like the weapons that are given to, he didn't do this. The actual bands themselves chose Kane as the avatar. That's cool. And because he so, only had like a small percentage of, of the Juggernaut's power originally. Like, and the now Sirac it looks. Power, now it looks he's tapped directly to the source. So rather than being coming from like this one little gem, his whole armor is made from the power of Sidorak. Hulk, uh, Hulk bear, look out. Well, is that because well, he, he, he already rocked back to the Hulk? Yeah. It, it, well, there are so many back and forth between Hulk and Juggernaut and so many where Hulk was able to stop Juggernaut, but only because he was, uh, what, was he war? Who was he for Apocalypse? Was, I think he was war. Or was he I think dead? he was war. He was one or the other. He was one of the horsemen for Apocalypse, and that's when he was able to stop Juggernaut because like once in motion, he stays in motion, that whole thing. You can't stop the Juggernaut. Anyway. They go back and forth like five or six times, and it's always like Juggernaut's on top for because of this thing. Juggernaut only seems to lose because he's outsmarted. That seems yes. to be it. Like that's the only reason he loses is he gets outsmarted. Or when he realizes that he's being manipulated and he just walks away. Yeah. Like he very rarely loses by just being beaten. Um, so we're on issue three of Juggernaut. Um actually on Monday when the Cyber Monday sales come, I'm gonna be picking up these books. Because they're getting rave reviews. The art is beautiful. And Juggernaut, I always felt, was one of those unsung villains that didn't get the credit he was due. Well, as we know, most of the decisions that Marvel makes at this point is due to the MCU. And with him getting a solo book, I wonder if we start to see if, like, K. Mar or it's K. Marco, yeah, if we see him show up in another property somewhere. Because, like, there's all the rumor for Rogue being the main villain of, of Captain Marvel 2 makes me very excited so it would not surprise me if just like we have a john walker show for u.s agent to get us ready for the um falcon and the winter soldier show right would not surprise me if the reason that we're starting to see this kind of stuff is because they have future plans for juggernaut and are just trying to make sure the juggernaut's face is in front of everybody well and remember juggernaut from deadpool 2 is canon in the mcu mm -hmm. because deadpool is going to be pulled in the mcu yeah, we'll talk about that when we get there, because that's we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Um, but mixed stay, feelings on that one. It's not that it's mixed feelings. It's just the, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Um, but let's stick into. We have one last bit of comic news, and that's the Eternals, and we're gonna fly through this. Moving on, who cares? But we got a trailer for the new uh, book for the Eternals. I already said moving on, which might be worth checking into before the movie because it talks about a big change in who the Eternals are. So that big change might be something that we see in the movie 
to kind of prep people for what it's going to be like. So usually when they make kind of, I don't want to say dramatic changes to characters in the MCU, they use the comics as a way to kind of prep and base for that. Power wake up. So I'll put the, um, I'll put the trailer in the show. Post Happy so Thanksgiving. Um, We're early. Let me ask you this. Is, is this, since you guys are the, the masters of clickbait or you're the masters of identifying clickbait, was this a clickbaity kind of thing? Oh, every time Marvel releases one of these trailers, it's used for clickbait. Because you, what, you, what they post it as is new Eternals trailer. And they know everybody's excited for the MCU movie. So... <laughs> See, that's where I think the story is. I think it's the, the <laughs> them manipulating the world right now into thinking they're getting another Eternals trailer. I agree. I agree. A hundred percent. But I think that's more the Bad Marvel. Me- Bad. I don't know if that's Marvel as much as I would say it's the media outlets. Like Can it's the comicbook.com or comic book resources. No, Moshko made this even more. So you deal with Moshko now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. Let's get into TV news. Let's go ahead. Let's get into TV news. First off, Mauer. Uh, yeah, hey, this is some bullshit right here. <laughs> Not really. Just, you know what? Hold on. I-, I get one. I haven't used it in a while. Fuck this news. All right. I mean, okay. Um, now I feel like I feel like you squandered that. Like I feel like Green Arrow, you wasted that on Green Arrow. No, 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 no. Because first off, this is from Geekosity, which who the hell are they? Who got this from small-screen.co.uk? I don't even believe this news. Well, but it's Screen Dash get it from. They're giving an unnamed source. So they're saying that HBO is claiming to reboot the Green Arrow character in their new spinoff with John Cena, and they're going to be making him more like the comics, which is less gloomy. If you're going to give a Green Arrow into the DCEU, and it's not Stephen Amell who revitalized that character to be as popular as it is right now, that's some effed up shit. Yeah, but we can all agree that the character that Stephen Amell gave us is not the Green Arrow that a lot of long-term fans would know. Like, that is a very different Green Arrow. That is, that is Batman with a bone arrow. If you took Batman and you took Robin Hood and you made them one character, <laughs> you'd get Stephen Amell's Batman. Uh, see, I called him Batman. <laughs> you'd get Stephen Amell's Green Arrow. Like, it's, he's not the quippy, funny Green Arrow that you're used to. And they still, that's like, for example, in Deceased, he's still the quippy, funny Green Arrow. In Injustice, he's still the quippy, funny Green Arrow. It's only Stephen Amell's version that is not as super serious. You know what I mean? So, and he actually works well in that Suicide Squad, James Gunn kind of look. And it's a great way to bolster the popularity of John Cena's show. And if it does well, he could then get his own. So it it makes sense. It does. I still think give Stephen Amell a shot at it. Oh, having Stephen Amell come back would be great. But do you really think Stephen Amell would come back? He was willing to come back just to help with the COVID situation. That was to help, but this is a new long-term contract. I want to be a detective. Oh, God. Don't I do don't that. want that. I don't, yeah, that was the, but that, that's, I don't Stephen want Amell that. plays Stephen Amell. <laughs> if you, like, I love the man. Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm, I'm team Amell, but we, Stephen Amell is Stephen Amell. The moment you had him try and play somebody else for um, Casey Jones, you got the, and I'm going to be a detective. Like, ugh, I can't, I can't. <laughs> Still rather have him than them reboot the character. You mean give me a, a give me an original version of the character, not the 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 Stephen Amell version. His version's better. How do you know? You've never seen a live action Green Arrow. Yeah, you have Smallville. 
That yeah. does not count at all. <laughs> Smallville is Justin the worst Hart- example you Justin could Hart- ever was give. Actually a good, he was a quippy the green arrow. The time has come. Yeah, the but- time has come. I've been listening to you guys for years. I never had the opportunity because it never came up. I love Smallville. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Smallville was a fantastic show. S- Small- yes! No, Wait, no. Look, Small- it, Smallville is Moscow's to Superman what has just been cut. To Batman. I'm sorry. Smallville is a garbage trash heap. Smallville. It's, I cannot stand that show. I cannot. I cannot. And again, conscious, I can't. I can't let you say that, Moscow. Say, say it again, Moscow. Smallville. Thank you. You can say it. That's fine. Know what Smallville's what like? You forgot to add. Smallville is, is like the reveal of Starfire's new costume. Hey, I like the costume. I Dumpster too. fire. No, not at all. Not at all. If you had to make a non-sexualized version of Starfire's costume, that's what it looks like. So if they would have made it look like the concept art, but it looks like she just got one of those stretch suits at a convention. It is concept art. (laughs) You're looking at concept art. But the version of her wearing it, like the actual version that she's wearing. So they show the concept art and then they have her in an actual costume where in the concept art has all kinds of different materials in it. When she's wearing it, it just looks like I bought this stretchy suit that the Spider-Man fans wear in Comic-Cons. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not with you on this one. I think it looks awesome. I do. I think it looks awesome. And, and we also don't know what they're going to do to it in the show either. Because you, mind you, the, gra- the special effects in Titans is actually pretty good. I mean, Gar, his transformations and his, his tiger, outstanding. So I, when we see her hair on fire, her arms are on fire, we see the costume start to glisten and, gl- and glow. Like, there's so much about this that can be done. If they fix the it looking like what it is, printed patterns on a, you know, stretchy suit, okay. But it just looks cheap. It, it, looks, like, it looks like the suit that they would film in before the actual production team has a chance to do anything with it. Let's hope the production Let's team hope. does something good. Yeah, it doesn't. It does not look bad to me. It, it looks exactly what a non-sexualized Starfire would look like to me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on because that show's not going to make it past one more season anyway. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Uh, all right. Who saw Marvel Six One Six? Did what anyone the, watch that? It's what on is my, that? It's on my weekend break. Dude, <laughs> we talked about this on the show. It's the it's the docu series that Joe Casada made for Disney Plus. Oh, I thought it was another ludicrous song. No. So Marvel 616 is a, is a, is a show that was created by Joe Quesada for Disney Plus that goes into the lineage and the history of Marvel in different ways. And the first episode is phenomenal. The first episode is about the Japanese Spider-Man. And there was so much about that show that I did oh, not know. Sorry, I just yeah, Dude, the back, the back story of it, I had no clue. Like they, they, in that show, they say that it is the inspiration for Power Rangers, that it was the inspiration for most of the Megazord type, the giant robot kind well, of shows. Well, if you watch the toys that made us, you would know that. And the way that they used the, <laughs> the way that they used uh, the Spider-Man lineage without being allowed to, and the way that Stan Lee was approved, uh, was approved it was incredible. Like one of my favorite things is the actual actor who played Spider-Man in that show. Because it's not Peter Parker. For anybody unaware, the Spider-Man show in Japan, in Japan is completely different. I mean, he has he his own say. mega board. He's called the Mar the Marveler. I think that's what it's called. He's got his own mega board called the Marveler. He's got uh, a. In, you know, they translate the Le- Leopardon in 
in the Spider-Verse comics. Oh, do they really? Yeah. He's got a car. He's got, he, he, it looks like Power Rangers mixed with Spider-Man is exactly what it looks like. Spider-Man. Um, but Dumb. he, uh, the actor who plays him did only, it was only ever got, um, extra roles. And then he found out he was going to be Spider-Man and he lost his mind. But Marvel had a deal that nobody in the United States could see anything about this show. And it only got released recently on YouTube, which is where this all happened. So in the early 2000s, it got released on YouTube. And the actor found out that Stan Lee was actually a big fan of the show. And, and it's the most adorable scene where he, he, he gets all misty eyed when he finds out that Stan Lee was a fan of his. Aww. It's so it's such a good episode to why they made the show, to how it evolved, how Stan Lee was involved. It's, it's really, really cool. They also have a, an episode on cosplay. They have an episode, obviously, on the comics. It's, it's the show is worth checking out. It's, it's really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. You like everything. Moving on. You haven't. You don't watch anything to have an opinion on it. I watch a lot of things, except for the things that we talk about on this show. <laughs> uh huh. I watch what we talk about on the show, just not bad stuff like Titans. You guys have Titans made me not want to watch that ever. Titans is really good. Just cannot stick the landing. You yes. guys have said over and over how disappointed you are with that show. The so. end with the finale. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go to a Mitch Hedberg joke. Right. So I'm gonna say if if you give me an apple, I'm not gonna say no. I'm not gonna eat this because eventually it'll be a core. No, no, I enjoy you, the beginning and the middle. More, I'm not going to eat this because you're going to tell me eventually you're going to bite into a worm. Well, yeah, but the first couple bites were great. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy those first couple bites quite a bit. Yeah, but then you get some of the seeds on the way to the middle. So to the core. So, so all right. So because you get a hangover, taste in your mouth. because you get a hangover, do you not drink? I don't get hangovers. Bull, bull, <laughs> bull. I, I, okay. All right, we're gonna we're gonna put this to the test over the break. I'm getting I, Mauer shit faced so bad you, that he's gonna wake up with a two day hangover. You better have a lot of money in your pocket. Oh, that's fine. It's fine. It ta- one. It takes him a lot to get drunk. I will buy two bottles of Patron and you take one to the face. Uh, how about you take maybe four bottles? I still okay. Four bottles would kill somebody. Four <laughs> bottles of Patron that would kill somebody. Uh, look, yeah. moving on. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the end of something else. Yeah, you know what? This show should have ended when it started. No. Uh, Black Lightning. <laughs> no. Here's what I think what they're the doing. The season was good. The problem is it just had no staying power. They're, they're getting rid of the trim of the fat from the CW universe. I think Black Lightning's going to stay around, but I think he's going to pop in uh, Legends tomorrow and maybe just cameo. I have a feeling that they're realigning this slate to be more concise to start building up again. Because they lost the driving force. I think that's fair. But it also, I mean, Huey and I, before the show, were looking up the numbers, and they, they lost a lot of viewers every season. And if you looked at the trends, you wouldn't want to keep that show going. Like, if you looked at the trend of it just a downward decline, like, for example, uh, Walking Dead has so many viewers that when it loses a million viewers every time it goes on break, it's not that big of a deal. Like, they still make a crap ton of money. Where the same kind of stuff happens to... Black Lightning, it doesn't have staying power. So when they're looking at it and they're like under a million viewers from when they started it, what'd you say, Baby Huey? Three so like, million? The, like the, the premiere was like 3.2 million and then the premiere for season three was like point point uh, eight. So if you're looking at the trends of that show and the amount of money it costs to keep that show going, they're like, ah, this show's not, we're going to end up well, losing money on this soon. This show also did not get the same kind of backing that like the Black Panther crowd give. It wasn't supported by the community. Um, I know people that we work with that were like, this show's great, talking to other people going, and nobody 
was watching it. Like, but I think that also becomes a saturation. I think I think saturation plays a big role. Like for example, there how many shows that are pretty good that you started that you've I've never finished the Punisher show, and it says nothing wrong with the Punisher. Second season was really good from what I started. Never finished. Black Lightning also got shuffled around every year. Um, even after like midseason breaks, they would put it behind Arrow, then they put it after Flash. You know what other show Legends. did that? Supernatural. <laughs> shuffled sure. around every year. 15 Sup- years. Supernatural had a really diehard fan base. And D- Supernatural like was also, a million. because you're saying 15 years, started at a time where there wasn't an oversaturation of this kind of content. So it started fans, off as a horror show. But they only had one place to go, which was Supernatural. Now they've got a million choices. How many things that are in your Watch Now queue that you've started that you were like, well, one day I'll get back to this? Yeah. Hailstrom. Yeah, I've watched the first episode. And, having and I enjoy the first episode. And I too. But I haven't finished it. Cloak and Dagger. Enjoyed the first three episodes of that. Never finished it. Finished first season. I didn't finish. The f- I didn't finish. Uh, what was the other Hulu show? Oh, you uh, guys just run- aren't finishers. Runaway. Runaways. Uh, Stargirl. <laughs> Stargirl's another one. Oh, Great I fi- show. I, finished I haven't yeah. even finished Swamp Thing. What? I'm saying. Look at Mountain All right. Space. We're moving on because you're going to go watch Swamp Thing right like, the beat that's now. That's my point. And it has nothing to do with that show. The show's not bad. It on the CW it's just right there's now. so many things out there to watch. It's hard. It's hard. So I don't blame them. I don't blame anybody who says, hey, I didn't keep watching Black Lightning because it starts great, but then it is not enough to keep you going. Doesn't mean it's bad. Just means there's, there's a lot of better things out there. No, it was bad. It wasn't. It really was not a bad show. You and I watched the first episode. We liked it. Remember? I, I watched the first we, couple. We, we, like, really the costume it. threw me immediately. Well, he changed costumes like midway through the first season. So second costume's a little better. Yeah. But, but in eh. general, the costume is not that big of a deal for me. The plot plays a big role, and I didn't. And the plot I enjoyed. The problem with yeah. that show is again, it just got overshined uh, by a lot of other shows. But like the next, let's talk about another show that's going to do well no matter what. It could be crap, and it's going to do well. Oh, Kamala Khan's. Yes. Yeah, that, that show could literally be a dumpster fire, <laughs> and it'll be regarded as the best show ever, just because the fan base is so rabid. And they want to see it rabid? like succeed. <laughs> yeah, they're rabid. Rabid, like rabies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're rabid. Yeah, Kamala Khan fans foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Don't let them bite you. <laughs> they want to see more Kamala Khan, and they're going to get it. Kamala's and, got a huge yeah. fan base. Kamala does have a huge fan base. But to be fair, I believe out of all of most modern Marvel characters, she's earned that fan base. She's not. A, she's a good character. I and especially with the Avengers game, she is the shining star of the Avengers game. Oh, that craptastic game! She's the best. Part that of it. craptastic game. The story's really good. The story mode is just short. The story's great. I yes. really enjoyed the first couple hours of playing that game. Is great until the story ends. But Kamala is <laughs> phenomenal in that. And and from those the set photos that we've seen with her wearing the Captain Marvel costume. I mean, that's the news. Is that there's set photos of her wearing a Captain Marvel costume, and as we know, Kamala Khan it lives in a world and only is known a world where there's superheroes. So, so, so is this just a costume? Like, hey, I'm going out for Halloween That's exactly costume, what this or is. is this- 100%. Because okay, she wears them. So, in the original comic, she wears a, a Captain Marvel costume when she first gets gotcha. her powers. Because, you know, you guys often talk about video games, and so I play a ton of Marvel Strike Force. I, I believe you guys could care less about that one. Yeah, you're but playing I play your own a game. lot of it, and, you know, definitely the character model is way different than what I'm seeing in these photos here. Oh, because she's legitimately wearing the Captain Marvel costume. She's a big Captain Marvel fan. That's why. And that's right. why it's such a big deal that she becomes Miss Marvel. 
Now the movies have never there's never been a Miss Marvel in the movies, so I don't know how they're gonna pull right. that off of her taking over that mantle. Or maybe she'll just make that mantle make, up. I think she'll make the mantle. Um, yeah, she'll be like, I can't be a captain. I can be a Call Miss. me Miz. I mean I'm interested <laughs> to see how they play the Terrigen Mist. If it's gonna look or or connect to the old inhuman show. Or if they make something completely different, or does it connect to uh, Agents of Shield? Or are they going to? I think this? it's going to be Science Experiment Mist Number Seven. No, it'll be Terrigen Mist because there's already rumor that they're going to reband, re uh, redo the uh, Inhuman show. I thought they were just going to bring Black Bolt back. Right, you have to do Inhumans to do a Black Bolt. <laughs> Black Bolt is the king of the Inhumans. You can't have Black Bolt without the Inhumans. You don't think that they'll just have her be something separate? So in case Inhumans fails, but that doesn't. That make- she's not tied to it. No. Because it doesn't make her any different of a character. That's just how she got her powers. She's not really a part of the Inhumans. She's just un-Inhuman. She's like, I mean, there's a lot of mutant groups out there. Excalibur wasn't a great show, but, or it's a great show, great comic. Mm. But, well, I shouldn't say that. There might be some Excalibur fans out there. But Excalibur had Nightcrawler. Cool. A lot of things had Nightcrawler. (laughs) (laughs) They had swords. Uh Are you reading X of Swords? No. No. I'm going to guess you're not. So you don't really give a shit about swords, Mauer. You've got a book going on right now that's got every sword. You're going to tell a guy with swords and knives around his house that he doesn't really care about. He likes to look at and threaten people with them. He doesn't like reading about them. Um, Okay. Okay. Now, I want to say, isn't she supposed to be just middle class? Because for a kid to have a costume that looks like that, you're going to have to spend a lot of money. That looks like the, the base of that looks like it came from Walmart. She just has a decent helmet. And that helmet looks like a Hasbro thing. <laughs> that does not. Hey, they're Hasbro's putting out some really good looking stuff right now. I'm going to hey, say that costume costs Mando 50 uh, You got the Mando okay. ordered for me, right? We, oh, I've got it ordered for all of us. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say that's what? 50, 60 bucks. We'll say $65 for that whole thing. <sighs> I'm going to say more, but moving on because we're already almost an hour into it and we haven't got the thankful part. All right. So, Wonder Woman 2, real quick and easy news here. Uh, we call this. What's up? We call this. Yeah, available. Well, we didn't call Christmas Day, but available Christmas Day on HBO Max and in theaters. So you have your choice. That's awesome. Really excited to bring in uh, Christmas with uh, Wonder Woman. That's going to be cool. Yeah, seeing the commercial for it on TV was weird. Yeah, that's that is weird. (laughs) That is that is weird. And and hopefully, hopefully, if everyone could do me a favor and watch this show, because if it does well, that means we'll eventually get a Black Widow movie on on Disney Plus. Now, one thing they're saying with it is it will not be in uh, 4K mm. on TV, so you're only going to get, I guess, an HD quality. Well, HBO Max is, doesn't have any 4K yet. It's not supposed to roll out 4K until February. Interesting. Right. Um, and that's By all because way, watching sports in 4K is <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> Moshko just got his first 4K TV. <laughs> oh, I've had it for whatever. Weeks. Keep going. <laughs> um, no, Come and this I've all goes since Thursday. HBO Max is still ahead of schedule from when they originally wanted to release it because of everything that was going on. So they weren't able to get all the servers and all up and running, which I completely appreciate them rolling it out this way because as someone who saw the WWE network roll out and they did everything all at once for the first month, it was unwatchable. You'd go to play something and their servers were so bad. Couldn't see. You had to wait an hour for it to load. Pulled the John Cena, didn't it? Couldn't see it. Oh boy. 
Okay, so let's get into our last two stories. The big one here for Deadpool 3 and why you got to take this with a grain of salt. So uh, the reason why we haven't been getting any, and again, mostly rumor here, but the reason why we haven't been getting a lot of news about Deadpool 3 is that Ryan Reynolds and Kevin Feige were not cool on how they wanted to approach bringing this character in because Ryan Reynolds did not want to give up the work that had already been done and Kevin Feige didn't want to take the real rated R hardcore Deadpool and put him in the MCU. So... Um, although Bob Iger said we would have a rated R Deadpool, Kevin Feige was like, well, I don't want this to connect to the universe. I don't want this to taint things. I don't, I don't want to change the way people see the MCU. So it became this whole big deal. Um, so they finally have agreed to a script, but the script is now being done by the, uh, writers of Bob's burgers. Um, sure. and the way the rumor is the way that they're going to make this work is that Deadpool has quote unquote, always been in the MCU quote unquote. Uh, but it's the snap that brought him about somehow he's always been there, but the snap is what made him show up and was, what's started to cross this over. So something about the Thanos snap is bringing Deadpool into the MCU. Although apparently he's always been there. I don't know how that works. That's why I'm saying, take it with a grain of salt. They're uh, going to break the fourth wall and he's going to explain what happened. Exactly. And here's how, and this is how they want it to work that it won't affect the MCU, but Deadpool can still you know, play in the MCU without affecting things. Characters of the MCU can be in Deadpool movies. Deadpool will not be in character movies. So you're not going to see Deadpool show up in Captain Marvel, but Captain Marvel could show up in Deadpool. So he will not influence or affect the MCU in any which way, but the MCU will influence and affect him. Cool. So that's how they're going to make it work. So the, and they will be rated R. Um, That's why he can't influence the MCU. Well, I think if Kevin Fahey, would have put up too much more resistance. Like you're not going to squash that money making machine. Like Deadpool has to be what it is. It's proven over and over again that it is probably as popular as any one of the separate characters in the MCU on their own. And you can't just neuter it. Sure. But it doesn't make the kind of money that the MCU does. It makes a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but Ryan Reynolds doesn't have too much to stand on because he doesn't have anything. They own the rights to the character, right? They bought the character. Mm-hmm. They could just shelve him if they want to. He doesn't really have much of a bargaining chip. Except for the fact that the profit margins on it, since they spend so little money on those damn movies, is still huge, sure. and they can't recast it. Sure, right, but they could also just shelve him. They've done it before. I mean, look what they tried to do the X-Men. <laughs> right. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not outside of spiteful Marvel. To, to go, well, you know what? Well, that's it. There's no Fantastic Four anymore. We're going to cancel that book. You want, you want to play this game? We'll play that game. So Marvel, Mar- I could see Marvel going, all right, Ryan, it's been nice working with you. That gigantic deal he was getting, he might be getting the largest deal <laughs> of anybody in Marvel uh, at this point. Like he's, he's rivaling Robert Downey Jr. money right now. That's like the, what they're trying to sign him for is incredible. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's going heavy back in like RDJ did. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Because again, he, he wants to be Deadpool. He wants to be that face of Deadpool so people see him as that character, which I love when actors do that. I like when actors just kind of own the fact that, okay, that's the role. Um, All right. And the last thing is one, New Mutants one, came One out. thing with the movie, though. One thing. Did you guys see something about um, The Rock being involved in this, too? Yes. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson? So there was some sort of tweet saying that The Rock was going to be in Deadpool 3, but it wasn't confirmed. I could have swore it was from Ryan Reynolds' account, 
but then I wasn't able to find it again. But see, you know how the right. you know how Deadpool three would would handle the Rock being in Deadpool three. He would just be the Rock. That's why that would be funny. Like it's just Deadpool meeting Dwayne Johnson and having a man crush like that. <laughs> or they just have Dwayne Johnson be a superhero, and like he gets shot and he it's like how come you're hurt? I'm an actor. <laughs> like <laughs> it would be amazing. So yeah, like him being a sidekick in the movie. Just as Dwayne Johnson would be awesome. Like they had, they had Brad Pitt show up for a cameo, yeah. for the smallest cameo ever. I could see them doing the same thing to Dwayne Johnson. I could see them doing to Dwayne to Dwayne Johnson what they did to uh, Drew Barrymore in Scream. Okay, like touting him and like just like they did in X Force. They did this already in X Force. They made it seem like it was going to be an X Force movie, and then they all died. <laughs> like okay. I could see. Let's that move happen. on. Uh, did you watch New Mutants yet? Uh, no, I'm not paying for that shit yet. <laughs> same thing I said. <laughs> I'm I'm in that same boat. So I was excited for it, and then everybody scared the shit out of me, and I was like, "There's other things I'd rather pay for." It's not bad. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. It's not the worst X Men movie there is. Uh, it's not a good. It's not a good uh, swan song here. It's not a good way to end the uh, the Fox. I heard franchise. the dragon was the best part of the movie. Mm, the dragon's barely in it. So, so the way that they handle you're making a joke. No, the way they handle it is, you know, uh, Lockheed is a character for uh, magic, but Lockheed is a sock puppet. What? Yeah, they're they're in it. So the way that it ties into everything. So spoiler alert for for the New Mutants movie, if anybody cares. But the way that it ties into everything is this: with that school that they're at is the school uh, is one of the the grounds where they kind of corral mutants to put them into that program that happens for Logan. So this is kind of a prequel to Logan. Okay. So where X-23 comes from is the same kind of deal where they're pulling kids to put into that school. So they have, uh-huh. a, they have a, she has a, a vision of, of seeing the X-23 school, so to speak. Um, but the problem with the movie is the special effects at the end. It's, it's very much like the uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four movie where the, the last portion of it just feels like, what the hell did you do? <laughs> like it was fun to watch magic finally become magic and do stuff with the demon bear like and fight the demon bear that whole scene was cool but like how we got to that point was like really bizarre <laughs> so it's creepy it's very creepy but it doesn't seem like the story is cohesive and really kind of pushes the plot forward just kind of stuff happens and then a big demon bear shows up and then the movie's over well we also have a movie that started off on one path they change it they change it they change it then they went back to the first path that i don't think they ever finished I, I, I would agree with you. You can kind of see it with the, with the demon bear special effect. Like it's one of the few times you're going to hear me talk about the special effects. Maybe go, Hmm, I don't know about that. Well, they got to, they got to the effects part and they're like, COVID happened. <laughs> well, no, I was like, well, we've already been bought. So might as well just throw it out there. It's not, yeah. again, it's not bad. I like the actors are cool. I, I really, I Wolf Spain was fun. Um, I really liked, um, what's his name? It's not speedball. What the, what's the, there's the one character who, <laughs> He changed himself to a, he changed himself to a rock because he knows how to take off, but he doesn't know how to control himself. So he just he just he's like a, you so just see him flying in circles. About. It's hyster it's hysterical. Every time you see him, he's got a broken bone or a black eye because he has no idea what he's doing. He just kind of <laughs> explodes and then flies through a wall. And so like, we need to show features that whenever he feels that he can just get the speed force <laughs> and is going to know how to use it. 
Yeah, in our fight clubs. Yeah, you said demon bear, and I thought back to the old uh, the what the lock and key episode. We went over the keys, which I was actually on, so that's why I remember it so much. (laughs) And and one of my bears was the uh, what was it the the bear care? Oh, the key had something. I don't know the bear the bear key. Yeah, the teddy bear key. Yeah, it turns all the teddy or makes all the teddy bears alive. Well, this is well, we this is an old story. It's an old, old book. It's when the New Mutants first came about, there was the Demon Bear. So this actually ties into the original New Mutants story. We talked for an hour just about the goddamn news. That's ridiculous. Yeah. We never do that. (laughs) (laughs) It's usually Um, 45 minutes, all right? So, yeah. I can do this all day. (laughs) Sit down, Cap. All right. Well, no, we can spend a couple minutes on what we're thankful for. Let's do it. So Let's do it. It's uh, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a rough year to find things to be I'm thankful, thankful for. The news is over. Wow, <laughs> that's that's really really mean to say on a show that you're on, Moshko. <laughs> Mauer cut his mic. Yeah, so I'm I'm thankful I'm thankful that, Ma- that Moshko's mic. here. <laughs> thanks thanks for being here, Moshko. <laughs> Anytime. You're making me feel great. Oh man. <laughs> so 2020 no, um, is a shit year, and it's hard to be thankful for things. So if we're, if we're talking about being thankful for comic related stuff. What so far in 2020 has you thankful? Um, I'll start with Donnie Cates. I think Donnie Cates is someone to be worth being thankful for in 2020. His work for Marvel has been outstanding and how he's been able to change the universe and make it interesting and not just shifting powers over, but really expanding the lore of Marvel. And I think he deserves recognition for that. So, so there's three things in the comic sphere that kind of have been high points for me this year. Um, one, I'm going to go back to it and say Bloodshot. The movie? The movie. Wow. I still love the movie. Um, it was right when the pandemic was rearing its ugly head, and it was just something like, ah, there's still something good going on. Uh, the online communities for fandoms, as toxic as they can be sometimes, <laughs> they still have you interacting with people, talking about these things that... You know, I'm not going to an office anymore. I'm not going to a normal workplace. I don't get to have random conversations with people about, you know, why Superman would beat the crap out of Goku. You know, <laughs> I remember that one. So the he, online cause he community, because he because he would, because he would, because he would, he would definitely he'd whoop on him. Um, so seeing all the different communities and the different, uh, the third thing is the different companies that manufacture and make. Uh, geek-related stuff have stepped up their game so much to make things feel special for everybody. Like, since we don't have conventions, there's not... uh, The Toy Fair wasn't really what it was. Like, none of those things really happened, but still getting to feel like you're doing things. So I'm very thankful that we've had at least something. I thought the worst when things started getting shut down that we weren't going to get anything comic-related, and we got a lot. Well, and then, you know, that's a good point, too. It's just the way that the industry came together when COVID was originally happening um, and and the shops were shutting down left and right, like Jim Lee's eBay page, you know, like they, those are small things, but we talked about those for weeks because everyone was trying to make a difference and keep these shops alive. I mean, even the way that DC decided to switch from Diamond uh, and pick, pick different distribution just to try and make sure that books were going to stores and stores weren't closing. I mean, the way that the industry kind of came together is, is pr- it was pretty awesome. And I also think DC's last event, DC's, uh, what was it? DC nation or what was that called? 
The Dome? Fan DC's Thunder... Dome. Something, something Dome? Fandome. Fandome. That's right. DC's Fandome is great. And I would, I would take a DC Fandome every year. I, yes. I would like to see that like as a continual thing. To be honest, like DC's Fandome and then uh, Apple's events this year, without having them be like legit events, like being these, these uh, you know, highly produced and edited videos, I like more than the event. <laughs> Like, I, I like that better than the actual keynote and the actual, um, the normal event. So, you know, those are fun. What about you, Mashka? What are you thankful I, for? I just want you to know, Maurer, that there is no time limit. <laughs> so you can keep going. He's trying to wrap us up because Captain Thankful over here doesn't want- I wasn't trying to wrap us up. <laughs> I thought this was the four hour show. I'm already, I have my water and everything. Um, but you know, like what, what Menti was saying with, um, Actually, both of you really said it. The the access to a lot of what the companies are putting out there. So yes, the the pre production that went in or the production that went into getting those messages out, and you know the access to you know actors and writers and you know everybody became you know we went from a very uh, small community. Um, and somewhere along the line, this will make sense, but we went from a, a small community of professionals and allowing people into that area. And by me saying professional, you know, I do sell a couple things here and there. Um, so, you know, from a professional standpoint, I can talk about how, you know, just going from, uh, just a, a, a small, you know, startup kind of company or whatever, I thought I was going to, you know, uh, definitely fall apart this year and quite honestly i've been more busy than you know the the prior years uh, together so it's it's been great from that aspect you know that's something to be thankful for the you know the community is is really where it's at um i'm thankful that we're finally getting a fantastic 112 size ghost rider that just dropped that looks awesome so that's that's the fan that's the 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 really cool part um but we got a lot of you know really cool pieces of media um you know mando is is fantastic <laughs> well, yeah. uh but yeah i mean you know thankful that you know you guys are around so i can you know bounce ideas off of and you know stuff like that i don't think any of us uh got sick which you know that's good to know and, and great to hear so well uh, sick yeah. of that's a whole different story <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a whole different story why do you think we're taking a long break? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but that's been consistent over what the last five years. Yes, so this, not this as things been going not on, as so. long. Usually, like what two weeks? What? No, it's much longer this year. But yeah, it's like a whole <laughs> month. <laughs> Which, to be fair, so. if you take the the times after Comic Cons that we usually take a break and then take mm-hmm. our regular break, it's just mm-hmm. the same. Right. Really, it, yeah. it's the same. So, and again. I don't normally I would be like, oh, this kind of sucks. But I'm like, uh, you know what? Yeah, we, need, we need <laughs> yeah, I'm OK with a break for a little bit. We I'm good with it. that. So I'm thankful for this break and I'm thankful for uh, everyone who will tune back in when we come back, because these kind of breaks are not good for podcasts, but it's something that needs to happen. Um, yeah. Huey, what are you thankful for? Thankful for uh, for Tara almost, Tara almost giving you heart attacks, but when not putting the show up on time when it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Random Tuesday being like, where's the show? <laughs> I've sent a few of those your way. <laughs> um, uh, comic books. Um, Nick Spencer for, mm. his, for his run on Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man has always been my favorite character growing up. 
and this year really got back uh, got me back into reading the spider-man comics like um this whole this whole current storyline i'm loving so uh i'm just i'm, I'm glad we got nick spencer <laughs> doing the spider-man comics uh movies i loved uh Mallory took mine so um you can you can say it too yeah I, that movie deserves more love I I really enjoy Bloodshot, and as of now, it's the final movie I ever saw in theaters. <laughs> uh, but I also liked Bird uh, Birds of Prey. I was pleasantly yeah, shocked. Was good. I was pleasantly shocked by by Birds of Prey. Um, I enjoyed that. A lot of people trashed. I you know it it, it's, it was fun. it's fun for what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, TV. Yeah, I mean, I came out of the theater saying I liked it. Yeah, and I know everybody fell out of their chair when I said I liked it. Yes. <laughs> yep um tv wise i mean like how can i not say you know mando oh there's some see look tv made tv made the covid quarantine work yeah dude uh lock and key was this year uh huge not the best show in the world but the fact that it became a show huge yeah uh What's what that? huge old guard was on netflix was amazing uh, star girl was oh, this good. year oh star girl uh, doom Stargirl. patrol season two was great the boys season two was great uh, Umbrella Academy came back. Uh, what else did we? What, I'm missing stuff. I'm missing some shows. Warrior Nun. Oh, uh, Harley Quinn season two was great. Warrior Nun, sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned John Old Walker, Guard, Texas so. Ranger. <laughs> um, and you know, since I'm one uh, toy guy here, uh, I it's a, it's a thankful but also a beep you, Todd McFarlane. Uh, whew. Fast and furiously, yes. Man. Those things are just constant. One, I'm most thankful for Todd McFarlane giving us an interview this year. That mm. was that was an awesome day. Um, yeah, and Todd McFarlane with his DC multiverse figures. Slow down, please. My wallet cannot take it. Well, I think I think <laughs> based on what Baby Huey just said, we have to give the person that we need to be thankful for to make that possible, and yes. that's going to be Frank. Uh, you know, Frank gave Mauer and myself a bucket list interview something that we yes. like even when we started this show we were like wouldn't it be cool if one day we get to interview Todd McFarlane and then we randomly get a text message like hey you want to interview Todd McFarlane <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> are you serious <laughs> it was one of the phone only times that you've ever seen me like flustered like that interview was rough for me I mean I didn't get to like I was sitting next to Mauer during the interview and I was just in awe the entire time the best part is when we found out Menti calling me like five times in a row at oh dark 30 in the morning, me thinking somebody's dead. <laughs> I need you to talk to me right now. Uh, 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 all right. What's, what's wrong? So we're going to get to possibly interview Todd McFarlane tomorrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody's dead. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll talk about this later. I just had to tell somebody. All right, that, and no, like you Menti said, just disappeared. You, I texted you, but I called you a bunch of times. And you didn't answer. And then you texted, "I'm at work. I can't talk right now." And I'm like, "You really should. <laughs> <laughs> you, you should really." Uh, uh, yeah, and your I, your tone actually, changed. I think you then text me after that. Your tone <laughs> changed so you much. Him. You're like, "What's up? I'm at work. What do you want? <laughs> We're gonna interview time before. Oh, oh. <laughs> For those that don't know, when I'm at work, I'm working and. Don't want to talk to anybody outside of work. I think they know that at this point, man. <laughs> I think I think everybody's aware of your your isms. 
And I'm a curmudgeonism. One, oh, <laughs> that's the name of this issue. Curmudgeonism. <laughs> <laughs> one, one final thank you, Mauer. Thank you for putting up with me for <laughs> <laughs> how many how many months? It was supposed to be out of my house in June. Moved out at the end of September. You also came back early. I was house sitting. You came back early. I was doesn't meet doesn't change the <laughs> fact that June turned into September. No, it's it's fine. Um, <laughs> his fine is TPU. <laughs> to be honest, Huey's probably one of the few people I could share a place with. Because even then, when we fight, <laughs> and even then. But you know, I, I, Kelly has witnesses and doesn't understand it. Um, when Huey and I fight within thirty seconds afterwards, we are one hundred percent cool. We usually have like uh, what about one big blow up a year. Yep, and. Okay. <laughs> and we both understand that life happens. You get angry. Yep. Love it. Don't hold a grudge. It's stress related. And yeah, we, we blew up. We apologize to each other and we move on. But I'm thankful for you guys <laughs> holding down the fort while I was gone. This, the show just became a uh, self-help podcast that yeah. <laughs> the listeners can you know, follow some of these wonderful tips. Well, look, as long as me and him have been friends, we're going to have some blow ups every now and then. It's, oh, I know. <laughs> you're you're keeping the like self-help part going. Here. Yes. <laughs> Um, I do want to say for those listening, we do have a lot of cool things that are going to be coming away. Please, this break is huge for us. We haven't really ever taken this much time off to focus on behind the scenes things and like laying out. We've we've never wanted to interrupt the show to hurt the show, but it's gotten to a point with 2020 the way it was and looking like 2021 is not going to be much different that we have some ideas that we want to do that's going to make it where we can be a point to help keep people up. It's very hard for people right now, you know, being alone and depression's hitting hard. So we want all of our firesiders to know that we're here for you. Um, we answer every message that's ever been sent to us. Um, we will, you know, if you just need somebody to talk to and we're hoping that we can host some more hangouts and virtual get togethers and, and do some really cool things, but in order for to do that, we need to figure out some logistics well, to be and uh, get Mashka to do some more web design. To be fair, <laughs> I mean this 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 has been really tough on us. I mean, we do a really good job of of hiding that. Like our quality is really good, so you don't usually hear it. But it, dude, this this boat has been duct taped together for the last year. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this this boat. Every time there's a new hole, every time we patch a hole, another hole shows up, and it's a lot of like. You forgot to post the show. No, you forgot to post the show. No, you didn't make this thing. No, we got to get this together. Oh, my mic doesn't work. I can't hear it out of my headphones. It's every time we go to record, there's an issue somewhere. <laughs> it's Before when we all got together, it was smooth sailing, and now this rickety ship needs to dock, and we need to do maintenance. I mean, I feel like- Our ship looks like Mando's ship, and you just- <laughs> Baby Huey, Huey'd <laughs> the joke right out of my mouth. <laughs> Huey went, and, I, get I get the punchline. I get the punchline. And I'm that ATAT crane thing that's pulling it out of the water <laughs> and allowing it to survive. So yeah, no, I do. I'm thankful for Moshko. The web design this year, uh, we had a lot of changes and we laid some groundwork down. Uh, listen, we got some big stuff planned. Uh, we say this every year, yes, we and do. we haven't. <laughs> we haven't not delivered on the next year being better. Yeah, every true. single year. That's crazy because even with how weird this year was, we still did some cool stuff. And we'll save that for the no. December. Oh no, we're not going to do that this year. No, we're not doing our best of this year. 
Oh my god, this is our best of. Oh, it's all crashing down around me. <laughs> Where's the duct tape? I'm, I'm gonna put a best of up at New Year's. I'm still gonna allow you guys to do that. It's just I know you're gonna allow us to do <laughs> Listen, if you guys want to edit together, no, 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 it's no, not no, me no, allowing no, you. No, 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 no. Allow, allow is fine. We'll use allow. <laughs> Ooh, I have access to all those files. I could uh, uh, really uh, put Moscow something together. Wait, 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 hold, hold on. Moshko. <laughs> no, you don't want me to do oh. Moshko, you only have access to like 30 issues. <laughs> I'd have to go back on the website because you could... Never mind. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I will just... I'm you just going to... Rabbit hole. You guys do your thing and... Um, but no, it's end of year. It is always great. I never thought we'd be together five plus years. Man, if I if you ever saw Moscow, could talk about it. Moscow saw the the beginnings of Mauer and I. I never thought Mauer and I would still be doing something like this five years into. You would have went back to the if if me now went back in time to me meeting Mauer for the first time and going that dude's gonna be in your life for a long time and you're gonna <laughs> love that man. I'd be like you're fucking out of your mind. <laughs> You went from hating him to him sitting on your lap. I don't think I ever truly. Ha- I never hated Mauer. I never hated Mauer. I would have never guessed that this would have been our future, though. I would have never thought that Mauer would be like cuffed to me. Mm. <laughs> I would have finger cuffs. Whoa! <laughs> All right. Speaking on that of, note, that's something to look forward to next yeah. year. Also, finger cuffs. come March, Fireside Mister Lunchbox himself. We will have Kevin Smith on the show. Yep. 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 Yeah. I'm thankful for Mauer for figuring out a way to pull that off. I'm going to tell you right now, from the beginning of doing this show, Mauer said, we're going to get Kevin Smith on. Just you wait. Like, that's our, that's our, that's a peak of the mountain. We're going to get Kevin Smith. And all of us went, yeah, okay, Mauer. Honestly, that's why Mauer didn't go out to California for work. He went out to California to <laughs> stalk, stalk <laughs> Kevin Smith. <laughs> and then realized he wasn't there. Went, oh, damn. <laughs> I gotta go to Jersey, Jersey, man, <laughs> and that's why he came home. Yep. So, thank you, everybody. And like, like I said, thank you guys for while I was on sabbatical, it was stressful enough, but not having to worry about like the show and the like. The sh- I knew the show was going to be going strong, and you guys taking care of it, and features, and Huey and Moshko, you guys all kind of stepped up, Menti. You were there. <laughs> Yo, beep oh. you. Beep you so much. <laughs> Dude, beep you in a level that you've never been beeped. Wow. No? No. What do you mean um, no? But yeah. <laughs> we'll see you guys probably the second week in January. Depending on when the days. So the Wednesday following just, the second Monday. Let's just say the beginning of January and not give it yeah. a, a specific date. <laughs> we might, not, let's we, not do we that. might need more duct tape. We're not good with we're not good with stuff like that. Let's not do this. <laughs> just say we'll be back in January. <laughs> there will be an issue in January. I'll buy us some time with the greatest hits first. <laughs> stop! Stop <laughs> saying it with the mic. <laughs> Shit. Um, but uh, on that note, for the last time. And mother beep in 2020. Oh, beep this year, man. Beep this year. So beep this year as much as, as I just said to beep you. <laughs> <laughs> Menti. Do. That. Dude, my eyes hurt from rolling so hard like that. <laughs> you can find the show. Welcome to Fireside. Everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside of your social media choice. Unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. Uh, 
Look, we've said thank you and thank you to those who've listened and supported us over the last year. It's been huge. I cannot begin to tell you how big of a deal it was for us, especially during quarantine. And I mean, Mauer already said about depression. We weren't, you know, we weren't excluded from that. And this show made that a lot easier. So thank you for everybody who tuned in. Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Huey. And I'm Moshko, and be sure to just go to moshkocollectibles.com, check it out, <laughs> see what you can do. And in uh, 2021, be on the lookout for more stuff from toyingaroundlive.com. More stuff toying around, period. We've got, <laughs> oof, we got the, the secret sauce figured out, guys. Hmm. We've been putting this show on for how long, trying to figure out how to get it working? <laughs> years. Off and on for a couple years. Three years. We got it. I mean, we have it done. figured out. <laughs> uh, we're kicking men, uh, baby Huey out of it, but all right. See you later. We got I'd it. Say, I've already been kicked out. What are you, ta- <laughs> what are you talking about? The moment you called it <laughs> playing is- around, he was like, ah, Menti's out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to go to welcomefireside.com. BPUMenti.com. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I mean, you got one, so I'm going to get one. I'm definitely going to get a fuckyoumauer.com. Whoa, whoa, I already whoa, own it. You already used our one. You no, already no, he it. used his one. No, no, no. no. One per show. No. I own the website. First off, you don't make the rules, Huey. Damn. I, I own that website already. <laughs> <laughs> Never, no one ever go to that website. <laughs> don't go to that website. Don't go. You're going to ruin the rest. 2020 is going to get a lot worse if you go to that website. <laughs> Um, but no, thank you guys. As always, you're literally the only people that I see outside of Mrs. Mauer um, in our weekly recordings. So thank you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Deuces. Deuces. Sayonara. Excelsior. I feel Excelsior. like we got to say it for features. Absolutely. Features. Happy birthday, dude. Yeah. Another, another big happy birthday. P features. Features. What are you uh, thankful for? <clears> Thank <throat> <laughs> you.